Hey everyone, welcome back to Pika for Life! Have you noticed that there's a voice that's missing? My co-host Lin Nguyen is not here today because we'll be talking about fatherhood. So uh, instead, me, Edward Thomas, um, I have two special guests today. One is... Gabriel Tulsgaard. Yes, and the other is... Jonathan. And you're both fathers, right? Yeah. I mean, not that you've actually got pregnant or anything. No, no, no. Okay, good. We're just trying to make sure we're not breaking new ground here. Um, how many kids do you have, uh, Gabriel? Uh, a, one, uh, a son is uh, three and a half years old. That's good that you said he was a son, that you know the difference between sons and yeah, daughters. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yunatha? Uh, I have a one-year-old daughter. Oh, good. Everyone's naming how many, both the sex and the number of their children. I have five children, three girls, two boys. That's great. Well, and today in Sweden, it's Father's Day. So that's why the episode today, it's about being a father. Um, don't know where we should start today. I guess we'll just start from the beginning. So, because you guys are both first-time fathers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. As far as you know, you don't have any other children anywhere else. Good you said it. That you don't want to <laughs> just, just to plant that seed so when you get home, yeah. your wife beats you up. It's, I'm sorry. I'm just, you don't know, plant too many seeds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a couple of questions. Um, were you guys there for the birth? Yeah, I was yes. there. Okay, so this is not the 1950s where they would kick the man out and say, we're boil water. I'm like, what do they boil water for? I just never understood that. Soup. <laughs> for the placenta? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> just mean soup. You know, we know when, when Jesus resurrected uh, that girl, yeah. what, what he said, give her some food. So they may, were may been, soup Could have been it. like steak. Maybe. <laughs> some chocolate cake. If, if, it could if, be. Yes. It could be these things that we eat. So we're almost at the season for Advent in Sweden. And we eat these things called lusikater, which sounds like Lucy cats. Which we're not eating cats. It's just a type of baked saffron um, bun with two raisins in it. Three raisins would not be official, but two raisins. Then it's like the real deal. I guess it's like the cat eyes looking at you or something. What, what do you see, Gabriel? You're Swedish. You should know these things. Um, I should know them. Yeah. <laughs> you should know them. I should know it, but I, I don't. Gabriel, yeah. you're getting an F in the Swedish school now. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Um, okay. Um, how how much did you guys participate in the birth of your children? Like, did you get a chance to cut the umbilical cord? Did you help to catch the baby when he came out? I mean, what, what did you guys do? No, I just sat next and observed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where should I start? Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I, I was. You were there. probably there helping. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was holding her, like holding her hand. She almost broke my hand, and then I. Was, Evelyn? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Oh, why? <laughs> The kid came very fast, actually. We we got a hospital at 11 o'clock and quarter past two, the baby was out screaming Ooh. loud. So that was fast. Wow. This this is it's better than UPS. Uh, and she was born in <laughs> she Sweden? She was born here in Sweden, okay. yeah. yeah. And your son was also born in Sweden? No, he was born in, in Bangkok. Okay, yeah. so now we have a little international. My kids were born both in Sweden and in, and in the uh, United States. But if Evelyn would be born in Romania, I don't think I would be able to attend. Oh, really? Because not in, in the public hospitals, you're not allowed to, and then you need to pay a lot of money to a private hospital. So it's good wow. that she was born here. Okay. But I was there. I caught the mother-daughter connection. 
Uh-huh, okay. I had a Wi-Fi. <laughs> just like, I, I turned it into Wi-Fi, actually. Psh, you're not there anymore. <laughs> no, but I cried. Did I you? I cried like a baby, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, you're so cute. Thank you. Jonathan, so those of you, those of you who can't see him, he's this really big, muscular guy. And so you can't really imagine him, like, crying like a baby. Oh, that's so cute. I just want to kiss you. All right. Did you cry, Gabriel? No, no. No, yeah, I, I was fairly calm. Just for, typical Swede. He was uh, like, oh, he was like, that's ah, no problem. Got under control. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I jumped around the hospital room like a nut. So <laughs> you guys know me. I just I was like, oh my gosh, I have a baby. <laughs> yeah, my father was sleeping. Really? When I was born, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and and the, the the security guy from the hospital came to me like, oh, you have a son. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Sir, you don't get it. You have a son. I want to sleep. And after 15 minutes, he woke up and was like, "Did someone say that I have a son?" And then he went to check. So I was so wow. impor- I was so important for him. Wow. It took him 15 minutes to realize it. Wow. Wow. That was, he was That's how it goes. Okay. So, how has fatherhood changed your life? Well. It- a lot a lot yeah a lot yeah what's the difference but before sebastian was born did you how was your life then how is it now i mean uh, the the obvious thing is the, the difference in time and and responsibilities and the the flexibility of life now you have to be more structured you have to be more uh-huh. aware of um uh, like uh, i can't if i go somewhere i have to plan for sebastian and uh, that's my son's name and uh, where uh, like what things he would need if i go here what potential like i need to think of the diapers i need to think of change of clothes and like wow. uh, you have to be more prepared generally for everything that you you do i felt like yeah. a bad dad i was just like ah we'll take it as it comes we'll see what happens yeah same here but mm. what it changed is like before i was more free to uh to play with my wife like, <laughs> but now when the kid is watching and staring at you, you're like, uh, that could just be misinterpreted. I'm just saying, this is for no, 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 it's just like you interpret it. It's like, <laughs> okay, because I was able to do it during the day, like during the weekend, and like now it's like, oh, Evelyn is watching, uh, <laughs> oh, forget it. Wow, and then you have to wait for her to fall asleep, and then she wakes up and like, daddy, and you're like. Oh, go to sleep, please. And it's just ten minutes. It, it's enough. Okay. It's. <laughs> I need more than ten minutes, but anyway, that's besides. Because the you point. have grown-up kids. <laughs> no, I mean now they're grown-ups. I mean that's the difference. You guys have smaller children. Yeah. So, you have the youngest of us three. Yeah. And uh, and then you're in the middle, Gabriel, and then all my children are are adults. Uh, so I think that's one of the differences is that where you guys are at now, I've been there, done that, am not going back. And you guys might end up with more kids in the future. So Yeah, I think so. So Hopefully. So that uh, your journey is just starting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm laughing because... Our recovery just started. <laughs> I know, exactly. Um, I, think for, I think for myself... Um, so I was really young when I got the boys, and I was a little bit older when I got the girls. But um, I think the, the same thing that you guys already noticed, life does change. 
So changing like diapers and. How young were you when you got the first kid? Twenty two. So I was twenty. I was twenty one, and then um, when Eddie was born, because he was born on New Year's, and then two weeks later was my birthday. So I usually say twenty two because those two weeks don't really count in the being twenty one. Um, but I was quite. I was quite young, and had not had children before, and didn't really know a lot. I mean, I read a bunch of books, and I thought that made me smart. And then everything I read in the books didn't really apply to real life. Um, so it was, it was kind of different. Um, and then we lived in California. So it was just kind of, you know, I took them wherever, wherever I went. Um, and a couple of years later, I was a single dad anyway. So I was just used to, you know, change all the diapers. Um, back then, we would, like, make all their food. So we didn't buy any food because we thought, like, oh, the food's got filled with chemicals and colors, and so we we made we like cooked the food and mashed it up and you know processed it. So yeah. welcome in the club. Yeah. And so, um, and then by the time the girls were born, then like food was a lot better, so I, a lot more natural and stuff like that. So it was a little different uh, when they were born. But since we're going to talk about fatherhood, not just about the details of being a father. Um, what would be the two things uh, for each of you that you would say to someone who's a first-time dad, who's about to um, become a dad? So they're expecting a child, and what two th- important advices would you give? Who wants to go first? Uh, I can go first. Okay, you want to talk? The first one is <clears throat> don't freak out, keep yourself together. In the way that don't overthink how you will do it, how it's going to be, things like that. Because mm-hmm. you can't foresee some, some things. Just try to be the best version of the dad that you can be. Hmm. Many things you will be willing to do, but you won't be able to do because of the context or like possibilities and so on. And then the second one, what I really, really done, it's like enjoy every second that you have with your kid. Hmm. Because I I was with Evelyn almost all the time. Hmm. And I was home with her in parental leave. So I I took her to the swimming pool for walks. We went to uh, playgrounds and so on. Hmm. So I just make the most out of the time that I had with her because now I know that she will go to kindergarten, I will go to work and so hmm. on. So we will not have the same amount of time to spend together. So first one, it's keep, your, keep yourself together. And the second one, it's do the most out of the time you have with your kid. Gabriel. Hmm. Yeah, I, I was thinking uh, for, if I was thinking of thinking about like in the early stages like when they're just a few months mm. and to remember that uh, uh, if you're a first time dad that uh, their language that they have is crying and uh, and you need to be aware of and not be like stressed out that they are, are crying or and just mm. try to keep calm and and uh, try to try as many things you can possibly to suit uh, suit the baby and a calm father is it's bad, better than a, 
an uh, an angry or upset <laughs> father. Don't, don't so talk about being angry at your baby. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't help. So uh, no. just calm down and remember that you know <laughs> that that's their way of communicating, and uh, they 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 need uh, yeah, and uh, like also remember remember their their age. Uh, mm-hmm. Like there's uh, there are many things that you maybe would like to do, uh, but they're still one, two, three years old, and there are things that they need time to learn and mm-hmm. and and develop, and so you need to be patient and 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 teach them things and ex, ex, um, uh, ex, expose them to things and let them explore and um, don't rush and uh, just let them have their their pace mm-hmm. um, uh, and uh, and yeah, there, I mean there are many things that uh, I can say, but. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, we'll I, get back yeah, to you. Yeah. Gabe's got a whole dictionary inside of his life now, mm. full of wisdom. Um, I would probably say to a first-time dad would be, um, don't forget to pray. Pray for strength. Pray for patience. Pray for understanding. Pray for um, um, that God would help you to prioritize your priorities, because that's one of the things you guys were talk- uh, bringing up. Um. So that would be one thing. And the other thing is that um, um, each couple sort of has to figure out, um, so when do you take your paternity leave? Uh, You should do it. I think that we're all in agreement that you should do it. Um, But each couple has to sort of work that out. When and don't let other people try to make you feel guilty or anything. Um, Whether you take it exactly in the very beginning or you don't take it exactly in the very beginning, and you wait a month or something, or a couple of months, um, you know, you got to do what you have to do. Uh, so you do what's good for you and your family. Uh, so that's a little bit advice and everything. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I've been, I have a cold, so I keep <clears throat> harkling all the time. So, um, so you'll hear that in the background. Um, but one of the other things I think that um, is really important for, um, for dads is that just as your child is growing, you also have to grow. So that this is a, a time of life where a lot of changes come in. Um, and often, to, unfortunately, children tend to take after our bad sides. So <laughs> I think that the fact that all of my children have very strong wills, hmm, I wonder where did they get that from? Or the fact that um, that all of them like, I thought all my children would be academic, but they tended to take, like, these sort of aesthetic kind of things and dancing and stuff like that. I was like, oh, what's up? Um, what have you guys noticed that your children take after you? And what have you noticed, like, both good things and bad things? Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think there are, are, are things that, um, I mean, I, he's still kind of young, mm-hmm. I think, in in some ways, too show all the sides but mm. but there are um some sides that uh, um i've noticed that it's like uh, maybe not specifically me but that mm. i noticed like as a behavior that and uh, we as me and sumo that's my wife's mm. name that that we do uh that i can see him also doing yeah um so i'm not sure i can pinpoint exactly no, like no. but yeah i see some tendencies mm. huh? Jonathan? Yeah, even she's one year old. From the beginning, she showed us her 
personal strength mm. when it comes about personality and attitude. Like, we try to work on mm. that. Like, okay, you have your own personality, but the attitude is very important in how showing your feelings. And mm. even though she's not talking, she's showing us through attitude. Like, I don't want to do that, or like, give me the phone, or <laughs> so something that we have to work on. <clears throat> and then she starts I'm a man so spending more more most of the time with me mm. she's more likely to look after tools and things that I was <laughs> I was using your every day or you mean like, you're brainwashing her <laughs> yes yeah. and no and I think it's gonna be up to her later on to decide what she's gonna do so I think it's good to give your kids certain freedom mm. choosing their future like yeah. Don't make him a, a a pianist if he's not uh, he's not in love with music. Like, mm. don't force the kid to do mm. certain things. Yeah. Gabriel, Jonathan, this has been a very serious thing. Can we have some fun now? Uh, we've been talking <laughs> like really seriously yeah. all this time. Okay, I have this theory now that that dads play a lot with their children. Uh, oh, yeah. Moms nurture. So moms provide this sort of environment of protection, of safety, of comfort, of routine. And then dads also provide safety and things like that, but in a very different kind of way. Um, do you find that you play more, in it, like physically play more uh, with your children uh, than your wife does? Or is it about 50-50? Or what do you think? I would say that I, if I think of uh, physically uh, like um, lifting him up and and doing those kind of things and maybe climbing up things, then mm. then then yes, then I would be more uh, in, in that area. But uh, I mean, she also plays with him more. That she takes him to the playgrounds and he let him around and mm. run around and maybe the some more simpler stuff. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, because uh, yeah. it takes us men to do the more complicated kind of things. No, 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 I'm not saying come that. On, but, just, tell, uh, but, just tell the truth, Gabriel. Come in. Uh, it takes us uh, men to do. Just say it. Just say no, it. It but men. it's. Uh, but my you wife can't. is also inherently more, uh, or not inherently. I would say raised from her culture to yeah. be much more, um, uh, uh, like, safety, mm. uh, than uh, what I am raised to yeah. have as a mindset. Because oh. you, you know, you're you're a Viking. And yeah, so you're, yeah. You're, you're raised to go out there with, give the kid a knife and an axe and let him just go, oh, come on, it's time to learn to chop, 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 chop. Yeah. And yeah. then your wife's like, no, he's got to cut himself. You're like, that's how they learn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. More, more like that. If we can explore, if we can, like, of course, you need to make sure that yeah. certain things are within its limits, yeah. but, uh, but he needs to explore and... and uh, Uses muscles, you know. Or, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. See, it always comes up, ladies. No. Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Muscles. Yeah. For for me, I do most of the fun things with her. Like we're listening loud music. We are fooling mm. around, going to a swim swimming pool, like doing all the crazy stuff mm. with her. And Ruth is more like teaching her, like how to behave, how to eat, yeah. how to talk. <laughs> This is the this is the sock. You have to put it there. I'm like, socks coming, you know, like giggling and yeah. you know crawling under stuff and like being very 
uh, playful with her. Mm. And Ruth is very like, okay, now we have to learn how to eat. And you have to do like this. And like, really? <laughs> yeah, but we, we yeah. Very, and this is, this is, I think, how this God designed uh, the family. Mm. One of men to be more practical and more pragmatic with the kids and have fun. And um, the mothers to teach the basic stuff. But also the father should... Uh, help in this teaching process hmm. and one thing that I think is important is if the mother teach the kid in a way to either think uh, eat for instance in, mm -hmm. a, in a manner like don't eat with your mouth open yeah. I think it's important for the father to carry on with these things like you cannot you cannot cancel what your wife teaches oh. your kid see now you're not going to be sleeping outside tonight <laughs> Drats. you yeah. just saved yourself <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm. Um, exactly. So, so it's good to support. I think it's good for families to, uh, if you have a rule, you have to stick to the rule. Um, I think for me, I mean, I'm just a crazy person. And so I did a lot of crazy things, whether we're having water fights in the house or <laughs> whether like we would crawl under the tables and stuff like we're running around or... Um, so I was the one, obviously, it's the guy that's throwing the baby up in the air and the baby's like... <laughs> And they keep doing that where like the human swing and they would ride on my back. Like I've never seen them ride on my wife's back. You know, I've never seen them toss them up in the air. Uh, when the kids got older, I remember challenging um, the boys and their friends to a uh, uh, snowball fight. So I built my snow castle. They built their snow castle. I had my snowballs and we just had an all out war. And my wife's like, you know, you're just so immature. But I'm like, no, this is what guys do. This is part of being a dad. You know, or whether it was um, uh, <laughs> things like as they're learning how to ski, and my wife's like, "Did you make them wear a helmet?" I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." I actually didn't think about the helmet thing. I just thought, "Let's go, <laughs> let's go down the mountain. Come on, woo!" <laughs> and so sometimes it's she's like actually saved their life maybe more times than I would have done because I'm more like, "Ah, just go ahead and do it," you know. You're very um, spontaneous. No, not at all. I'm but really but well when planned, it's about so. when it's about like we said that your wife said that you're very mature. Mm. I I read a quote that a man never grows up. He just he just changed the price for his toys. Now now you're gonna lose your man card. Now you just gave women yeah. ammunition, Gabriel. Yeah, we yeah. have to stop talking to you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you do you want to <clears throat> deny the fact that I'm that you know me? I have no toys. <laughs> No, your motorbike. That's not a toy. The drone. That's a, that's a necessity. The camera. A necessity. Shall These I? things are things that are needed. So Yeah, the kids need toys um, too. All right. Well, today was Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Happy, Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and before we wrap it all up, do we have any closing words that we want to give to fathers? Love your children. Mm. Oh, so nice. <laughs> My gosh, I'm going to kiss you too. <laughs> Oi. Jonathan? Say the same thing. No, no, no. I say have to say, say something no, else. No, say, say the same thing. Say, love your children. No, don't. Uh, love your children, but uh, teach them that life is not all the time very... They can take life with a laughter on their face, with a smile on their face. The mm. life is not serious all the time. Like, you don't have to be very sour every day about life. Hmm. 
I don't have anything smart to say, so I'm just going to say something crazy. Um, <laughs> no, I think for, for you dads out there, um, take care of yourself. Um, take care of your health. Um, you're probably more important to your children than what you think. Um, so don't, you know, don't run your body into the ground. And, and especially when it comes to work, find the balance between work and family. Um, if you work so much so that you're just sort of an absentee father, you're going to regret that when you get older. Um, at the same time, you want to show your kids that work is actually really important. So there's always that balance between those kind of things. Um, and then my last advice is that um, if you're a hothead, get some help. You do not help your children by uh, putting them down. Uh, I think that children should never be afraid of their of their father, um, but they should always feel the the dad's there to protect them. Um, so, so if you got a problem with that, please get some help. Um, that's just a word throwing out there. Because um, I was raised, uh, I wasn't raised by my fa- my father, but he had a, he wasn't a good dad, um, and so it would have been nice to have avoided that in life. All right, everyone. Hope that you have a really great Father's Day out there. Uh, I think the next time, one day again, Lynn will be back and we'll talk more about some balanced things between men and women, not just us men things. Men, thank you for being a part of Fika for Life. Thank you for the invite. Oh, thank well. you. Maybe you guys can come back again sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's give everyone a men, a manly grunt. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again. <laughs>